Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Jawhead, and Dawkin Cabin. Order your new 221 Renault today from our extensive Renault range. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate AP or finance. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Fáilte galair gudí an lón jeanach ar lá féile bríd agus áfléan fí wáshe gogachtaine in our Chinese community here in Ireland. Yes, happy Lunar New Year or Chinese New Year to you all. It's a big day all round. And remember, this day, 12 months, we won't be here. Well, who knows who'll be here, but you know what I mean. It's a bank holiday and all that goes with that when we get a day off. Welcome, welcome to the show on the 1st of the month. And on the 1st of February, I want to read my little saying from the calendar. As I do, as is my want, every month from the Divine Missionaries. It says today, listen to this. This is your phrase for the month. Give to the world the best you have and the best will come back to you. Remember that throughout this month of February. (laughs) And is that the best you can do? (laughs) What do you mean? Go on, say it again. I have 28 days of slagging you off ahead of me. What do you want me to say? The month. It's the month between December and March. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Is it that and one you year? can't say it. Well, <laughs> Go on, try again. What do you mean I can't say it? Can I can't ever, say it. It's the you month. You really never say it. It's like the month ever. of February. 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 Yeah, it's F. F, 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 Fib. Feb. February. Not in my vocabulary. So you <laughs> say like vegetables. <laughs> vegetables. Vegetable. I can say vegetable. So can you say Feb? Feb. February. 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 But I'd rather say. Uh, no, it doesn't Has sit it with me. It's always been February. February. I always say it. The month of February. <laughs> it is the month of February this month. Yes. Ah, we love you for it. <laughs> I think you should say it's the month of Jarch. <laughs> <laughs> Between January and March. Jarch. <laughs> We've just invented a new month on late lunch this afternoon. Maybe it's the FEB thing, is it? Fe- Fe- I don't know. Do you know, I was looking up and I can only find a very, very few words starting with FEB. Yeah. So there is one and it's called FEB or ICITY. It's called. I know Feb- it. Don't say it. I'm going to say okay, it for you. you say it. It's Fabricity. So you can say that perfectly. Fabricity. Fabricity. And then there's one that's uh, F-E-B or I-F-U-G-E. Spell that once more. Sorry, I need that question F- again on Mastermind. F- Go again. F-E-B yeah. or I-F-U-G-E. Yeah. Febrifuge. 
Yes, it's medication to reduce a fever. Is it febrifuge? Febrifuge it is. And there's somebody with a mispronunciation. <laughs> I want to correct us. It's on something phone. That we say. It's the Carlsberg phone. It never rings and it's wrong today. What is this all about? Yes, we're talking about mispronunciation of words on the show today. And February is my one, my little thing. Now, I've struggled with others over the years, I have to say. But is there a word, folks, that you struggle to say? Is there a word that you always say, oh, no, not that again. Here I go. I just can't get it right. <laughs> if you have a word, get in touch with us. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text. And you know what would be great, Louise? If somebody had WhatsApp us in a voicer. Yes, with the word, the wrong Say word. the word. Say the wrong word. Come on, say the wrong words for me today. WhatsApp it in. You know how to do it on the WhatsApp. Just press the little microphone, record it, and WhatsApp it in to 086-1800-658. Or if you can't, send us the word anyway that you struggle with in an uh, in ordinary parlance. You can text us as well to that number 086-1800-658 but a WhatsApp voicer would be absolutely fantastic hey there's a friend of yours can't say a word isn't there there Tracy? is Tracy Tracy Meehan well from Navin originally that's yes. living our friend that listens in over in the States yeah and she cannot say a word. have you got it there will you have give it a little spin listen to Tracy listen to this listen a band <laughs> the a band <laughs> say it all the way through go on you can't even say it oh. go it's the Abominable. 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 The abominable. Just say it. Go ahead. Abominable. Okay. The abominable. There she is with her husband and children, and they're trying to help her. The word she's trying to say now. Then this is a mouthful for me too, but I'll I'll try and get me choppers round it. Abominable. abominable isn't, isn't that what she, the abominable snowman but did you hear the little fair abominable he said or something <laughs> like that he wasn't even getting his right he was putting his mammy wrong there but that's our Tracy Meehan trying Tracy to say Tracy was saying what was really embarrassing was at the time she was being brought to these parties yeah. she couldn't say it and it was the her husband is an animator Yeah, and he was working on this kids film called The Abominable Snowman and she couldn't you say it you said it wrong you've I just said, said abominable said Go on, say it again. The abominable snowman. All right, I'll give it to you. That's, that's okay. Very much. Yeah, that's okay. You're right. You're what right. Did I say? Go on, go on. The Yeti. <laughs> Yeti. <laughs> it's not easy to say that word, abominable. It really isn't. You have to get it right. No, there's a word like it called abomination. You can say that. You know, that's easy. Mm. It's just the way it's spelled there. Have you have you won? Do you struggle with one, Louise? Anything yes. you struggle with? Well, go on, tell us, please. <sighs> Come on. The, the people on the telly that say con- continuities, continuities. The, oh, I know what you're trying to say. The continuity announcer. Yeah. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? The people them. you don't see on television <laughs> or radio. <laughs> the people in the brain. Must kill them that they can't be seen. Must kill them that they can't be seen. <laughs> but anyway, uh, continuity. Continuity. Con- con- go on, continuity. say it. Con- continuity. 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 You nearly have it. Go on. Continuity. Continuity. Yes, you're almost a little bit of practice and you're going to be there. There's one <laughs> that, that you'll often hear people struggle with. Anomaly. Anomaly is another one that people... Anomaly. Now, here's one that I've struggled with over the years. Can I give you another one? Mm. I'll be honest about this. <clears throat> Let me take a deep breath here. <laughs> Advocacy. I got it. I got it. I got it. Well done. Advocacy. I have got that wrong. Interviewing people so many times, I said to me, oh my God, here it I go It is a hard again. one. It's a tough one. It's it's not easy. And the one for flowers that I kind of struggle with at times. I, I don't even know if I am pronouncing it wrong or right. Anemone. 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 Yeah. Uh, anemone? The, yeah, they're a type of flowers. They're 
Anemones. No, an- am I wrong? Anemones. Anemones. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> you have me now all over the place. A- a- anemones. Anemones. <laughs> Let's stick to the to the word I know. Anemones is a flower. Alimony is something you have to pay. You don't want to pay in your lifetime. Anemones. There's another one I do know, and I hear people saying it all the time, specifically. But yes. people say specifically, don't they? Yes. Pacific, like the ocean. Mm-hmm. They start specifically rather than specifically another one and I know this is abbreviated I was thinking of probably what would you Some most people say probably some say probably don't yeah. they they yeah. say probably they abbreviate it like me and the Vebri instead of probably we say probably or one that you got wrong one day I think your daughter <laughs> had to um, pull you up and up when you went home um, quinoa yeah. You used to say? Yeah, I said. Quinoa. Quinoa. Yeah, yeah. I said quinoa and it's quinoa. That's right, Sarah. Was that? I was talking to Rachel Graham at the time and I pronounced it quinoa, quinoa. What kind of a nigger am I at all? And you being the coffee woman, you yeah. wouldn't get this wrong, would you? You couldn't get, you know, a, a, a little coffee that's a very strong. What's it called? Espresso. Say it. Espresso. Say it again. Espresso. You said espresso. Espresso. It's espresso. 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 Did you put the X in there? You put the X in there. You put the X in there. It's espresso. I used to think because it was espresso, because it was so small, you get it really fast. So it's espresso. It's espresso. It's E S P R E S S O. God, 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 it's a real education. We're in class here today and we're alternating the role of teacher between the two of us, to be honest. And there's another one. It's just come into us there. I. This is no doubt this is one people get wrong. Thank you indeed a listener says I always say Jerry tender hooks oh, yeah. <laughs> tender hooks I'm on tender hooks here I only realised that lately that I was wrong in saying that it's tender isn't yeah. it it's on tender hooks you're not on tender hooks and I'll tell you another one oh this gets me with sports announcers they're all coming back it's all coming back to me now <laughs> just like your woman sings uh, been involved in sport all my lifetime I'll tell you what really gets up my nostrils when the tennis we were talking about Rafa Nadal yesterday in Australia when the tennis is on in London where do they play the tennis in London Louise? Wimbledon Thank you Good on you Do you never hear the sports pronouncers Wimbledon No I never They put a T into it <laughs> Jesus when I hear that I say Drives you mad does it Young Hello, one or young fella will you just please cop yourself on It's Wimbledon D-O-N Wimbledon and what about the Ephilump Go on Ephilump What's that? Elephant. Oh, I heard so many people saying elephant. Children, elephant. Children, elephant. They and say ambulance. I saw the big elephant in the zoo. What's the other one there? Ambulance. <laughs> ambulance. Ambulance. A M B L E N C E. Oh, the ambulance went flying by. That's another good one. That really is a good one too. Mm-hmm. There's a Megan O'Callaghan. She says, "I can't say definitely." What Def- does she say? Definitely. Definitely. Definitely, with the eye probably in it. Catherine Miles was on to us to say, I can never say celebrity. <laughs> celebrity yeah. property. They say celebratory. Celebratory. Yeah, a lot of people say celebratory there. And Fiona O'Brien, thank you. Speedometer. Speedometer. Would people say speedometer? <laughs> oh, did you they look at the to. speedometer? Did you have a look at the speedometer there? Folks, what do you think about words? It's like I, kilometer, I, kilometer. Yes.
kilometer yeah, versus yeah, yeah. kilometer. Yeah. You know that type of thing. They're coming in. I see you texting me. I see you WhatsApping me. Come on, someone with a voice around the WhatsApp. Say the word for us. Say the word you can't say. Send them in to us. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us to the show. But I think this is the appropriate one. At this time, on late lunch, for all of us who can't pronounce everything under the sun. For David And words don't come easy To so many of you And us this afternoon We're all in the one boat uh, Louise Let's have a listen Who have you there That WhatsApped us in? Uh, Damo and Dundalk Thanks a million Damo Thanks Damo Let's have a listen to this Well Jerry As you say around the quay in Dundalk I swum up the river <laughs> I <better> swim <laughs> Good on you, Damo. Swarm up the river. I love that one. Uh, really good on you to send it to yeah, us. Come on. Play. Fair play to you. Voice in. in loads. But There's loads. Yeah, and you're sending voice. us lots of messages. WhatsAppers in your voice are like Damo did there. Record it. The word you can't say. Let's have a bit of crack with it. Come on. Send them to us. 086-1800-658. Anne's been on to say, Louise. May you never, Jerry, have a stomach ulster. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? You know, people often said that. What were you saying a moment ago? You came up with one there between the slices of bread. Oh, the hang sandwich. Oh, yeah. Sandwich. Yeah, sandwich. Sa- people can't say sandwich. Sandwich. Sandwich, yes. people say. Michael Indrum Conrad, yes. Pacific is his world. Magella, hello. I pronounce rubbish, rubbish. <laughs> yes, I've heard that one before. Worcester sauce, says another listener. Can't manage it at oh, all. Yeah. It's said, lovely when you add it to a dish, let me say. Etc. Etc. Rather than etc. Says another Anne. Can't say statistic be, without thinking about it first, says Jerry and Navin. And that's a great one. I love this one. I am fantastic. Keep them coming. For years, Jerry, and I'm in my 60s now, I used to call it the pantomime. M-I-N-E. Oh, the yeah. pantomime. They were down in the mine. Rather than pantomime. And I love the one. I know someone who says rumbella instead of umbrella. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cracker. That's a cracker. The words we can't say on your late lunch this afternoon. Keep them coming to us. WhatsApp, especially the voices if you can. 086-1800-658. Or text us as well. We're back trying to straighten our words out just for you in a moment. Are you really trying to tie us in knots now? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> I got that right. Supercaligobalistic and Celtic aratrocious. The Celtic fans will remember that when they were knocked out of the cup. They better not be atrocious tomorrow night against Rangers. They better not be. Oh, Louise, my stroke of luck the weekend. You know about it. I'll t- I want to tell the listeners. Um... I do the lotto. You know this. Yeah. I do. The, I, I'm not a consistent player of the lotto, but I like to play it, and it does help many causes around the country. You know, I have to say that as well. I'm not. Uh, you know, I don't do numbers every week, but I play it from time to time. And when the you jackpot, when the jackpot was big, I was playing it regular. But anyway, I buy an odd scratch card as well. Now, Louise, an odd one, you know, and I've often won in the smallest scratch cards. Probably you did yourself. You win two euro, I three think ten euro. Was the biggest? Would you won ten? Was the biggest last, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think the biggest I ever won was twenty five euro on a scratch card, and I nearly wet myself <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you when I won it. But anyway, got a card, bought a, a five euro all cash. I buy now and again when I go and get me papers on Sunday or that. Brought it home. There's three games on it, right? Mm-hmm. Top panel, 
Match three, 10 euros. Yay! 10 euro for GK. Second game, match three stacks. Another 10 euro. I have 20, 20 euro. Quid. Went to the bottom panel and the bottom panel on the game, you get two winning numbers on the left. Mine were 19 and two. And if you match any of those numbers with the cash amounts on the right, and there's one, two, three, four, five, ten cash amounts on the right, you win that amount. Off one, a five or a ten are there. I'm looking at this ticket and I'm still wiping my eyes. I won on every single one of them. 19 and 2 on the left came up opposite every cash number, as you saw. Every single one. Every single one of them. Full house nearly in bingo. Full house. I got a full house in bingo. So I brought the card down yesterday, gave it to the lovely lady. Well, we were suspicious. We Mm. were all suspicious. Aha, that's wrong. You won't be paid out on that. I got 100 euro on the scratch card. I won all the amounts on the right. I won 10, 10, 10, 5, 5, 10, 10, 10, 5, 5, 10, and the other two tens. 100 euro on the scratch card. Oh, Lord Almighty. You'd think I won the lotto. I was that excited. You never really hear people winning big on the scratch card. There was a lady beside me in the shop and she says, I'm buying them years, son. She said, son, imagine somebody calling me son. I'm buying (laughs) them years, son. I'm buying them years, son. And I never saw that. The most I won, she says, I think I won 50 one time and that was it. And the lady in the shop said, that is most unusual. Mm -hmm. But there you are. I just got a rare species of a scratch card. Did you ever, the biggest you've ever won, what did you say, 25? 10 mm. 10 was the biggest 25 for me 100 now I'm up to <laughs> hey you boy that's like 4 or 5 numbers in the lottery if you well, did it's, it like, it's 20 you know. to 1 for a fiver do you know what I mean or so so it is but I just wonder it, it, that, that, then it crossed my mind the girl said that was rare in the shop anyone win big on a scratch card ever anybody ever win a significant amount because or it all says, the games yes. in, the, in those multi games what does it say on this you can win up to I don't know what thousands on it anyway but did anyone win a big sum I wonder you never really hear about it I just wonder I'm sure what's rare is wonderful but to win a hundred I was just over the moon anyone out there win big on a scratch scratch card ever 086-1800-658 come on keep the messages coming to us whatsapp or text me a win on a scratch card or 18 uh, not 18 the new number 041-983-2000 that old number you see they're talking about not pronouncing words that number's in my head 041-983-2000 is the telephone number if you want to ring in jeez the whatsapps are flying in look at this for, for the mispronunciation. we're not the only one who can't pronounce <laughs> it's the month of February out there that can't pronounce February <laughs> <laughs> oh listen 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 I love this Jerry it's Sinead here I know somebody who can't pronounce LMFM <laughs> they leave out the first M I know somebody like I that I am laughing my bum off here thinking about that you mentioned that to me earlier mm. didn't you Pearl me that always gets forgotten about it's me. always LFM we don't forget about you we never forget about you we love the royal count here but that's true don't yeah. people say that mm. I answered LFM. the phone here one day and go on go on tell him that story go on go on tell him go on. I just answered the phone oh, is that LF, LF, LMF is that draw the radio <laughs> <laughs> I love it I just love it well done to you that is fantastic here's another one look at there's so many of them here Jerry my partner can't say the word guitar he more says Claire he actually says guitar <laughs> where's the guitar I like that one I like that one Claire <laughs> I really like that one there are loads of them here my daughter can't say hospital you know the people you say uh, we are but yeah what say that again? Hostables. Hostable. Hostable. That's the word. Hostable. Or, or, or older folk you say, mm, how is he? We up in the hospital to see him yesterday. <laughs> they leave the H out as well. Hostable. I like that one. 
There's another one for Worcestershire sauce. Oh, the full word, Worcestershire. We'll be back to your words uh, uh, through the afternoon on the show. But taking us to news and weather at two. It's Illuminate and Hang Sandwich. Hang Sandwich, even. We're going to come back to the words you cannot pronounce. We can't pronounce them either. We've been talking about them on the show. Oh, Louise, we have some really brilliant ones, haven't we? In the pipeline. cried with Uh, the laughter. We're we're going to have you in knots in a little while. Honest to God, we really are. And as regards my look on the scratch card, well, I'm not alone. Alyssa's been on to say, recently I won €500 on a scratch card, a €5 card, and the same evening... I got 500 euro on the lottery. You know the um, no. the raffle number on the lotto ticket? I didn't think, I didn't think anybody <laughs> won on those. Yeah, there's a raffle number. So that was 1,000 on that day. Won 1,000, it says another listener, on a card. Good two years ago. In Cars of Peter Street, an institution it was there. I'm not surprised that Kathleen Black's been on. Her daughter Emma picked up 500 euro on a scratch card. That's a lovely one there. Jerry, I once got a one euro scratch card from my son who was unemployed and said he was sorry that's all he could give me and when I cashed it I won 50 euro isn't that lovely lovely thrilled for myself and my son what about this one the second year the cards were out my son won a car Jerry a car on a card imagine that feeling can you just imagine it unbelievable well I'll tell you I have a great feeling today because it's the 1st of February and my next guest has to I'm sure because she is the queen of organic gardening standing by in the knoll to chat to me Nikki Kyle hello Nikki Hi, Jerry. Getting blown away by the wind here. You missed out off the weather forecast. Oh, my God. It has got breezy, all right. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But here, settle an argument, please, for me first, will you? The 1st of February is the first day of spring. Um, well, in, in folklore, it's sort of seen as the first day of spring. But actually, um, it, the first day of meteorological spring is Sunday the 20th of March. Uh, what what uh, St. Bridget's Day in Imbolc marks is that we're halfway between winter and spring. Right. And that, so that's, it's a very kind of hopeful day. You know, we're looking forward to spring, but it's not actually spring yet. And it feels like midwinter out there. Yeah, but we can get going. This is the message we want to get across today because Absolutely. you can start sowing. Now, not outdoors or anything. You need what? You'd do well if you had a little propagator, wouldn't you? Well, if you had a little propagator, yes. But, you know, for years I did everything on the house windowsills and you can do an awful lot as long as you don't have stuff on a south facing windowsill because stuff can even burn or get baked there uh, a north or east facing windowsill uh, and bring them in at night you know you can start a few seeds off there um, but if you have a little propagator you, you could actually start off a few very early tomatoes um, and beefsteaks uh, um, aubergines and peppers which all need a long season um, but but I mean, wait until the middle of this month and the light will be so much better and they won't get so drawn. Uh, if you have a greenhouse, then even if it's not heated, um, as long as you can put them out during on, on nice days and bring them into the house again, yeah. um, you know, if, if there's frost forecast, they should be fine. I did it for years. You know, it's mm. a bit more bother. Yeah. If you've got a propagator in a greenhouse, that's great because you've got good light and you've got bottom heat and they all need, um, you know, peppers, chilies, tomatoes. They need at least 50 degrees at the root. Mm. It's the root temperature that matters. So 
don't waste energy and heat trying to heat the whole greenhouse. Just get a little propagator or a roll-out heated mat. Yes. Just keep them at very gentle heat and they'll keep growing. Well, you gave me a great tip and I bought it, as you know. I bought that capillary mat and I have a little propagator as well. So the best of both, but the capillary mat and when you cover it over, don't put it in direct contact, as you said, with the capillary mat. But it's the heat underneath. It makes such a difference. So peppers, chilies, aubergines, beefsteak tomatoes can get started now. Yeah, and, and some of the very early tomatoes, like mascotka, because that oh, yeah. is just so brilliant. Um, but really, the other things do need a longer season than tomatoes to, to start cropping well. You know, Otherwise, the beefsteaks won't be cropping till September. Okay, so the, the message is, those ones early on, you can get them. And it's to do, just come back to that, because that's the most important part. It's to do with the light, isn't it? It is to do with the light more than warmth. I mean, everything is governed by light. You can hear the birds every morning now. They're singing much more loudly than they were two weeks ago. Mm. It's, it's just and I get goosebumps. It, even now, after 40, over 40 years of gardening, it's just, it's so exciting. Oh, they're companions of the gardener, that is for sure. Now, you wanted to have a, a word as well about, because they're early starters as well, leeks and onions, but not from sets, the onions. No, um, I mean, you know, with sets you can risk bringing in an awful lot of problems uh, and they're very, very prey to poor weather conditions as well. If they get a check at all, they tend to bolt. And I've seen so many people on social media with bolted onions last year in particular, you know. Um, and actually seed, is they're much easier from seed and they won't um, become diseased. They won't get onion white rot, mm. much less likely to. Um, start them off from seed now or, or start onions off in an a couple of weeks but start leeks now because they're quite slow to start with um, and it, you know they'll grow on sort of for a long time through the season uh, and we're only eating ours now and, and they're just such a wonderful vegetable to have at this time of year So you're saying to me even in the border of the greenhouse all my new polycarbonate tunnel which I adore yes. don't sow my early carrots or uh, could I start early cabbage in a propagator now summer cabbage would that yeah, be up? you can start summer cabbage you can start um, calabrese you can start any of those sort of vegetables that you will grow, go on to grow in the polytunnel yeah. uh, or, or the po- you know, your, or yeah. your greenhouse. Not outside yet. Okay. It's too early. Too early for that. Yeah. Now, um, just while you're on tomatoes, varieties again, I'm going to cry. This is the last time I'll cry about Rosada, but uh, w- w- what are you talking about? You mentioned, of course, uh, the wonderful mascotka. What else? Um, well, sun gold is a wonderful, yes. reliable tomato. It is. That's an it upright is. one, not a bush. Yeah. Um, apero or apero, whatever you like to call it. Yeah. Um, that's uh, available here. Um, a sweet aperitif is a, is another one. Mm. Uh, a sweet cherry variety. You know, this, this oh tumbling tom. That's another bush which has very sweet fruit. Um, but a lot of the garden centres now are doing online sales as well as you know walk-in sales. Yes. So if you look on their websites, um, you know, and also um, B&Q and um, Homebase and other DIY stores, they're selling um, yeah. seeds online as well. So there is a good choice. You just have to, to go through it and, you know, go to the trouble mm. of looking. But mm. there are some good varieties out there still. There's one like uh, Sun Gold, but you've never grown it. I haven't either. And I've been looking for the seed and it seems there's a difficulty with it. It's called Tomatino. But uh, we, we, you or I have not experienced this at all. It no. looks the part, but really you'd have to grow it to assess it, wouldn't yeah, you? Before? I mean, a lot of them look wonderful, yes. but there is nothing that compares with Rosada. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and uh, everything else I compare to that. Um, 
you know, all the seed catalogues sound wonderful, but, mm. you know, I've been disappointed so much over the years by reading these wonderful things, and then when you get them, they're absolutely tasteless. Yes, um, yes. I tend to go the same ones time, time and again, and I know those ones I mentioned are actually very well-flavoured and reliable. Sadly, Gardener's Delight isn't anymore a Gardener's Delight because it seems to have changed. A lot of people have said that, you know, yeah. um, and it's lost its flavour. It's not as good as it used to be. I agree with you there. I grew it last year, and now yeah. you've solved the problem for me because I thought that is not the Gardener's Delight I yeah. knew a few years back. Well, I was growing it 40 years ago. I think it was 40 years yeah. ago. Uh, and a friend and I were saying this uh, about 10 years ago. We were saying it doesn't taste like it used to anymore. Mm. I'm not going to grow it anymore. Mm. So that's the reason. <laughs> there you go. So it, it is different. Now, the other thing I've got to mention, because there is a problem. Seed potatoes traditionally an awful lot came in from Scotland, certified yeah. seed. And because of Brexit, I've been round the houses. You mentioned uh, home base there, Woody's. I've been up with David McCabe, other places. The seed potatoes are absent and conspicuous by their absent. Nikki, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it, Brexit is biting here, isn't it? Well, it is, but I mean, there are some good varieties. Uh, actually, Fruit Hill Farm are getting them in from Europe. Mm. Uh, and they've got some very good varieties on their website. Uh, I think you mentioned uh, Quick Crop that you got some. Came this morning, Nikki. Uh, yeah, they just yeah. arrived this morning, and I'm delighted. I just have what I want in yeah. uh, Duke of York, which I love. I just adore as a potato. Yeah, well, I, I, I save my own. And if people are worried about not getting a potato next year, uh, later on in the year, I'll have instructions for saving your own uh, seed tubers, potatoes. They're perfectly fine. In fact, mm. usually they're much more healthy when they've been grown organically for a couple of years than they are, you know, when you get them as, as chemically grown seed potatoes. Yes. Um, I, d- I did what you said to me, by the way. You can give me a gold star, please, today for your student. I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking teacher to give me this because at Christmas time I was in Marks and Spencer and I saw a variety of potato called Jazzy. They were grown in Northern Ireland, right? Yeah, yeah. And we ate them, just tried some, and they were gorgeous. Went back down, got two packets, sprouted them, and myself and my number one assistant, Ava, put 36 of them into 36 individual pots, well sprouted on Saturday. We're off. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do with you, Jerry. I'll swap you a Rosada cutting for one of those because I haven't tried that. Potato. Okay, done. Deal done. Swap. And this is what I love about gardeners. They love swapping plants. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will definitely do that. Take them to you and we'll do that swap. And I'm delighted to do, to do that. And as you mentioned there, Fruit Hill Farm, they have a great selection. I did get them from Quick Crop as well. And there are others online. But by God, it's only when you see how, you know, the practicality, and, uh, as we know, there, there is availability. And they will come in, I'm told, eventually into the shops. But uh, you see, these decisions that are taken, they have implications. Well, yeah, it's it's uh, it's made a huge difference uh, mm. to us here, certainly. Uh, and, and as far as food goes, it's made a huge difference because there's an awful lot of health foods I used to buy in the UK, which I can't get anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, from the ranges there. So, I mean, it, it really has affected us very badly. Mm. Um, you know, and there are some very good health food shops here which are doing good online sales. Um, yes. You know, but, but uh, you know, there's a lot less choice out there now than there used to be. Yeah, there is. Anyway, the message today is get going with those crops the days are getting longer the birds are singing the light is stretching and one last thing before you go kefir your kefir i'm growing away i'm drinking every day but i have to give you a good laugh i've had visitors to the house which we can do with the lifting of restrictions and nikki i uh, store it in the same cartons that i sort of store my normal organic milk in and i can just tell you that kefir into tea don't go no (laughs) 
Well, why on earth? Get a cup of glass jars. It's much better than glass jars if you're storing it. I know, Nikki. It gives me a good laugh every time. I get a great... Because they only put a drop in and the thing goes... Like like sour milk. And they say, holy God, what's this? I said, drink it. It's good for you. I know. It's great stuff, though. It really is. It's a community of little microbes. And they're all there doing you good. Um, But can I just put in a plea for nettles before you go? Yes. Um, Because nettles are a fantastic thing to grow at this time of year. Leave some growing in your polytunnel or your greenhouse uh, and around the garden because you know they're the most useful plants in the garden they they actually um, are host to lots of uh, beneficial insects um, particularly ladybirds at this time of year uh, which come along and eat the, the aphids which live on nettles because those aphids that live, live on the nettles don't live on anything else at all they mm. won't go on anything else you know don't worry yes um, but the thing is they bring in the beneficial insects like ladybirds lacewings hoverfly larvae uh, and that encourages them to come in and stay in there and then they'll control your aphids all summer i never see anything here and it's all about biodiversity and balance and encouraging that and they're also a great host plant for many butterflies as well fantastic so the message from nikki kyle to sign off today is nurture your nettles ladies and gentlemen <laughs> nikki kyle gardening.com you're wonderful i will see you soon please god we've got to meet up thank you so much we love you you're welcome, Jerry. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. The wonderful Nikki Kyle there getting a set fair for the month of February. How we mispronounce our words, and we all do. I thank you for all the messages. David from Navin, Aloise, we can empathise with this one. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. David said, I always struggle with it, Jerry. Now, this is a very good one, and it's newsreaders as well, in Ireland especially. Where does the British Parliament meet? In where? Do you know in London? Where? Was it Westminster? Say it. Westminster. No. Yeah. We say, and a lot of people say, Westminster. (laughs) No, no, sorry, you're wrong. Westminster. What do you say? Westminster. It's Minster. Yes. It's Westminster. But you'll hear people say, you said it right, Westminster, people say, and the I is wrong, the second I. It's Westminster. Westminster is where they meet. Um... Shoulder. I didn't say the dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking me. Don't get me started. I can't ever say shoulder surgery. That's not easy, is it? No. Say shoulder surgery. Oh, I love this one. Jerry, what about electricity? How is your electricity? Was it expensive this month? <laughs> Lek. L-E-K. Electricity. Electricity. Elevator. Um, you I fa- say as well on a Friday. Yeah. What, what do you say about the TV tunes or the TV? How do you say it? Say it. It's quite difficult. What do I say? I don't know. We'll see you on Friday when you say it again. <laughs> okay, we'll watch that on Friday. I can't yeah. remember. Uh, Barbara says her daughter pronounces elevator, evelator. <laughs> evelator, evelator. Another one here yes. from uh, uh, Paul. Jerry, I can't say capacity or specifically, but I'd listen to Louise getting them wrong all day long, <laughs> says Paul. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> I think there's little pink cheeks in the other studio. I'm not so sure. I think there just might be. Anyway, thank you indeed. Oh, look, there's one that popped in that... Um, go on. Should be right beside you, Jerry. Okay, go January. on. <laughs> January. 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 February. January. I'll have all the months <laughs> saying them wrong. January, February. Anyway, let's have a listen to a listener about her pronunciations. Hello, Jerry and Louise. How are you? This is Deirdre and Kels. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to pronounce hippo, 
You know, a partial, partial hippopotamus. Is it a is it hippopotamus or is it a hippopotamus? I try to try to pronounce. I can't even say. Even try to pronounce. Pronounce. I'm trying to. I cannot try. I'm trying to pronounce. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year to you from Dave Kells. I'm trying to. There's three words in there poor Deirdre's struggling with. And somebody else, she's not in her own, Septa Lynch. Uh, it was on to me to say that Septa can't pronounce hippopotamus either and she remembers being in school and the teacher making her write it out 400 times Deirdre you'll have to get out the copy book and start writing 400 times and Tony and Navin was the same hippopotamus hippopotamus and pronounce Deirdre was struggling was it pronounce and she's she's talking about elocution lessons so there was there was three for one in there with Deirdre actually I think when I looked at things up this morning, pronounce is actually one of the hardest words to say. To say, and, and there a you lot go. of people get it wrong. There you go, and yeah. and and it's one you mightn't think of. <laughs> oh dear, you're just brilliant. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's fantastic. That really is fantastic. Well done, dear. <laughs> I'll never forget the word hippopotamus for as long as I live after today on Late Lunch, I have to say. Keep them coming to us. Words you can't pronounce. WhatsApp them. Say them and WhatsApp them into us. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp. That's the WhatsApp number. Send us messages there. Same text number as well. Or 0419832000 if you want to get in touch with us. It's time for your two. I can't pronounce this either, Louise. Your two on Tuesday. T-O-O-S-D-A-Y. Yes, we play a song that never quite made it to number one. And you might think, oh, that was a big number one in its day. Well, it wasn't. I'm going back to May 1982, even though it was a number one hit. Later on for the Flying Pickets, here's the original from Yazoo. like a story of love Can you hear me? Late May 1982 Only You from Yazoo didn't make it to number one in the charts a famous number two but what was the song that prevented it making the number one spot? Well, here it is I love madness. I think you like them too, Louise. Did. But that wouldn't be. Would that be? That's not my favorite madness song. I still did the madness dance to it, though. Yeah. But no, it wouldn't be my favorite madness song. <laughs> I believe you can be seen walking to it it's at great times. For power is that walking. true? Is that madness true? Madness is great for power walking. So you listen to them when you're out and about, do you? Yeah. But I have to say, they're a wonderful group, Madness. But 
I'd rather have seen you zoom make number one with only you. You know, I, I think I'd agree with it. It was a better song. Oh, we agree. Normally she gives me <laughs> down the len at this time every week, but it must be because of the month that's in it and the pronunciations. That's a good one there from a listener. Jerry, if you think about it, a lot of people struggle with words that begin with TH. So the theatre, the theatre, people say the theatre. Mm-hmm. Well, go mm-hmm. to the theatre, the Tommy Leddy theatre. Uh, TH that's a good one is that from where you're from though possibly or is it, it is theatre you know they, they do pronounce you have to be your THs yeah I'd say it is flat accents probably in the Midlands don't do it either or other parts of the country but if you're from London number 10 Downing Street well I'm sure it's a bloody theatre that's going on there there's lots of performances for the last couple of years did you hear him yesterday did you hear him he's <laughs> he, he, Johnson is an absolute gurrier he's a gurrier and a liar. And his gurrier element came out yesterday because he accused Keir Starmer of not prosecuting Jimmy Savile, the Jimmy Savile case, a total lie and wrong. And to try and, you know, divert from mm-hmm. him. I tell you Deflect. something. He needs out that door ASAP. And if they keep him, well, it just shows you where that country's going, to be honest with you. They used to be a country that fell on their sword when there was wrong done or wrongdoing. Now they've adopted the Irish model where you hang on for dear life. <laughs> no matter what you did, who you robbed, what you did incorrectly or uh you know, lies you told in Ireland, you held on, held on for dear life. The Brits used to fall on the sword. Now, they've learned from us Irish, so they have. He should be out the harsh, bloody Jerry? door. I'm not being harsh. <laughs> I'm being absolutely honest. And the Conservatives know it in the heart. The British people know it in the heart. Let's get real here and out the door with Johnson, I say. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> send the fisherman over. <laughs> we'll send your man in the boat talking to the Russian <laughs> Navy. Get out of here, yes, you know what. <laughs> anyway, coming up next on Late Lunch, the generational difference, and in the context of the workplace, but life as well. What generation are you from? We'll tell you on Late Lunch next. In the context of all that's been happening in Ireland in recent weeks, and again yesterday, shocking, isn't it, that another young girl was attacked. The Drogheda School of Karate are uh, organising a free ladies-only defence class. It's a six-week course and it begins this Friday at seven o'clock in the Special Olympics Club on Cross Lanes in Drogheda, beside Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital. It's a female-only class and you can learn and train in confidence without anybody knowing you are there. Your rights will always be respected. No photos taken and uh, there's car parking provided on the site. Just bring a mask along with you. That's the Drogheda School of Karate. Free, ladies-only defence, six-week course, starting this Friday, 7 o'clock, Special Olympics on the Cross Lanes in Drogheda. Very good. Well done to you all there. Great to see. Now, I didn't know where I stood as regards the generation I'm part of. I know it goes back a bit, all right. But I'm a baby boomer because anyone born between 1946 and 64 is a baby boomer. Your Generation X, if you come into this world between 65 and 81, Y, Generation Y, 82 to 97, and Generation Z after 1997. Why do I mention those? Because a very interesting piece of research has emerged about the different generations and their attitudes to each other and work and life in general. And to tell me more, I'm joined by Paul O'Donnell, the CEO of HRM Recruit, who carried out the research. Hello, Paul. 
Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. I just wanted to contact those age groups. So the baby boomers are between 58 and 76 years of age, Generation X, 41 to 57, Generation Y, 25 to 40, and Generation Z, well, 24 and under. And you've got a great, I have to say, the sample is very large indeed, over a 1,000 participants spread across those generations. Um, Look, I was looking at this myself this morning and let's take the baby boomers first. Extremely independent, extremely hard working, working, uh, but resistant to change and setting their ways. That probably adds up. I suppose uh, two things that work there. There's how the, how the baby boomers see themselves and then mm. how other generations actually see them as well. Yes. Um, uh, but it, we, I suppose our interest in it was... Um, from the perspective of how they interact in the workplace. We're an executive search firm, so our interest is in how companies attract talent in, how they hold on to talent, how they engage people, and how they resolve yeah. conflict between the generations, if that makes sense. So yes. very often the whole thing is about really understanding the perspectives of different generations. If you take that example of baby boomers, and I'm just to declare, Jerry, I'm Generation X. Okay. Um, so that's where I sit. But basically, the Generation X and Baby Boomers would have uh, come into workplaces uh, with the perspective that maybe they were lucky to have a job. Mm. That's certainly how I felt sort of growing up professionally, if that makes sense. Mm. And they came to the table maybe expecting that from others. But um, at some point, uh, the millennial generation or Generation Y maybe were the first generation to grow up feeling like they ha- had access to any job or yeah. any opportunity. So you have that sense of being grateful for the job or appreciative isn't there. Yes. There's an immediate clash there because, for example, it stands reason baby boomers or Generation X might be the leadership in a company simply by virtue of the fact that they're more experienced. Mm. But they might have that autocratic leadership style, basically, that's based on, look, I'm the boss, do what I say. But millennials don't uh, approach it like that. They're much more collaborative. They require much more uh, communication Uh, in order to get things moving. But it's often described in terms of who's right or wrong to feel a certain way, but that's really not important. The the real thing is about perspective. So people form their perspectives based on their experience. Uh, You won't change people's perspectives. You really shouldn't try either. It's really about the report. We, we, We pieced it together to sort of decode that and to help the more intergenerational understanding and results. Yes, and, and, and what jumps at me out of this is, and I have to say it, that a workforce that's combined the four of the four generations is probably the best because they all bring different things to the table and uh, when you have that you really have a good balance but just back to the baby boomers for a moment at which I am one extremely hard working I love that extremely independent uh, res- uh, others would look at resistance to change and set in their ways but that's not always the case it's not a generalization others looking on on baby boomers like that no, what's interesting about it is that baby boomers see themselves as extremely hardworking in the, in the yeah. survey. But that's actually not the view of the other generations when they're asked about baby boomers. Mm. They don't see them. They don't see baby boomers as extremely hardworking. But again, they, they, this is just a perspective. I yes. would have thought that because of what we described before, that idea of look, you know, um, being being grateful for the job inspires you to stay longer in the job and work harder in the job and so on. That's certainly how I would have. He thought I would have had as a Generation Xer. 
Um, but basically, it's it's about I think the perception of the baby boomers have of themselves, but then it's not necessarily held with the other generations. Or something. Yes, and you know we look on you guys, Generation Xers, as my yeah. Louise is here as well, as having difficulty juggling multiple priorities. <laughs> Well, uh, speaking for myself personally, that's definitely the case. But, uh, <laughs> I can't comment on all the generations. Yeah, I know, I, I, you can't generalise. No, no, no. No, for sure. But I, I think, um, I suppose what's interesting about it, what we were trying to, I, th- this has always been a challenge, hasn't it? The, the older generation think perhaps the next generation has it easier. Mm. Um, like, uh, you know, maybe the socioeconomic factors have been better for the following generation and so they see that, that generation as having it easier, maybe being less appreciative and less able. It is a common sort of, um, I, I wouldn't describe it as a slur necessarily, but it's often aimed at uh, millennials and Generation Z or yes. Generation Y and Generation Z is that they're less able to cope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, less able, less resilient, if that makes sense. Yes. But, but, but maybe it's actually that they just have a much more open mm. dialogue about mental health. It's much more important to them. Yes. We, we always suffered from these things. We always had these stresses and so on and so forth. But they were either swept under the carpet or bottled up. But basically the Generation Y or the Millennials were the first people to kind of out it where we're talking about it openly and maybe that's a really, really positive thing. Oh, it absolutely is. And the other thing is, it depends when you were born and the year you were born in and the circumstances you grew up in and the economic circumstances of the country. That's quite clear as well because Generation Y, the 25 to 40 year olds, 82 to 97, when Ireland was taking off the Celtic Tiger, the boom, the confidence that came with that. You know what I mean? That's that's intrinsic and that's built into them. That's why they have those traits about them. I agree. And like it's interesting, one of the most interesting aspects of the report was how each generation views each other. and. Mm. We're looking at Generation Y, the millennial generation. It just it came out that look, they're they're kind of assailed uh, from both sides because Generation X uh, commonly uh, call them things like snowflakes, mm. uh, you know, for being too sensitive, yes. uh, maybe not hardworking and all. And um, but Generation Z, the generation after them, are more confident and they see themselves as more authentic than millennials in the sense that they're. Uh, maybe more action oriented, like something something like climate change, for example. If you're a millennial, perhaps the perception is that is supporting climate change might mean liking certain things on social media, mm. whereas Generation Z are much more likely to take direct action and in that sense maybe more authentic. So maybe that's at least how they regard themselves as more authentic than the generation that went before them. Uh, but you're right, the circumstances in which you grew up, that Generation Z obviously... Yeah. Uh, grew up during a financial crash mm. um, and they were children at the time but mm, exposed to it through their parents and so on and so forth and now uh, they've spent the last two years in a pandemic so lots and lots of things to contend with but maybe more resilient, more, maybe more action-oriented as a result. And uh, the the 25 to 40 year olds point the finger and say to the younger her, you're always on social media. Well, I can tell you that spans back to Generation X as well. It doesn't just mean, you know, the uh, the 25 to 40 year olds. It's a, it's a problem all around. This is really interesting. I say it to you again. I know you're doing it in a work context and, and it's yeah. very interesting. Management in, in companies should study this and understand it more. I think it's brilliant from that perspective, I have to say. But it's 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 much broader than this as I said at the introdu- at the beginning there it's it's about life as well 
it is. I, I and look, you know, work and life they interact like they've never interacted before. I suppose over, over the last two years they've been blended into each other, and that people's home life and their work life are completely intertwined uh, with working at home. So I agree with you in that regard. The social media thing is is very funny because essentially all generations agree that Generation Y and Z spend all their time on social media, but it's meant as a slur by Generation X and uh, baby boomers, but Generation Mm. Z see it as a really positive thing that they're on social media and tech Mm. because they see it as uh, the route to working smarter. They see uh, application of of technology as maybe we can find better ways of doing things. You know, that sort of curiosity that you often get with young people basically is, is there a different or better way of doing this uh, for the company? We, we, again, we were focused on it in terms of an application in a company context. Can we do things in a different way? So they see their, their uh, in and out of technology and social media as a hugely positive thing, whereas Generation X and baby boomers see it as a negative thing. But it's just a different perspective. And I have to say, it is positive to be looking for new, exciting ways of doing things. It, it, it may be would be good for companies to not resist that, to kind of go yeah. with that. Yeah, it is their world. It is the way of the world now, even yeah. though I mightn't understand it fully as a baby boomer. But let me tell you, the baby boomers and Generation X are catching up when it comes to spending time on social media. That is for sure. But again, I come back to the point where I sort of started, that this is a a very interesting study. It really is. And, uh, you know, uh, my conclusion from it as well, that in the workplace especially, I suppose in anything in your life, in organisation involved in experience, uh, you know, age, married with, you know, the middle ground with Generation X and Y and the younger ones uh, certainly can produce a team that, you know, brings everything to the table. Where is this report available for? I think people should look at this. Honestly, I think it's very interesting. Not alone management in companies or that, but it's interesting in a general sense. Where can we pick this up? So it's on our website, hrmrecruit.com. Yeah. Uh, that's, it's, it's on the first page of our website. It can be downloaded there. And um, if anyone wants to get in touch, by, by all means, we'll make sure they get a copy and, yeah. and we can discuss it as well. But no, definitely it does. It does point. To, you're 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 absolutely right. It's the combination of all generations. Yes. Diversity in general is, is obviously a really really good thing. But uh, all types of diversity, but age diversity is is extremely positive in terms of more productive work outcomes. I guess. Well done to you. Uh, it's it's really good piece of work. It is indeed. HRM recruit the website there. It's available. I've been chatting to the CEO Paul O'Donnell. Thank you for joining me on late lunch today. Thanks, Jerry. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Uh, that is really interesting. Really, I, I was stuck into it and picking pieces out of it there. But if you're a manager, if you're running a business, if you're an employee, it's worth looking at that as well. It brings home to you a lot of the aspects of the way people regard each other or feel about one another. You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Still to come on the show today. I promised you he she would join us uh, at the beginning of each month and she's good to her word. She's with us again today. Abby Wynn, uh, she produced this wellness diary for the whole year and we're tipping into it month by month with her. She's coming up a little bit later on in the show. And The Lion King, I have a cracker for you and more about that wonderful show. And uh, I'll tell you, a quite annoying story about The Lion King that's showing in Dublin in the Board Gosh Energy Theatre at the moment. Uh, I'll tell you about that a little bit later on. But you're with Late Lunch on this day of mispronunciations on the show. Stay with us.
Niall Horn on your late lunch this Tuesday afternoon and our song. I don't need to remind you, change is urgently needed in attitudes towards women. It's no longer acceptable for any of us to stand silent. Look at that case yesterday. Again, a young lady attacked by a man. I hope they get that bio quick. LMFM and the Irish Sun are asking everyone, men and women, young and old, call out any situation that makes a woman feel uncomfortable, disrespected, unequal, not to mention scared, threatened or endangered. And if you're worried about anything as regards your safety or you're in a situation that you fear, please pick up the phone and ring Women's Aid. They're there 24-7 on one 800 341900. That's 1 800 341900. Women's Aid are standing by to help you if you need assistance today. Oh, what about that, Louise? Paul is getting our boom boom in for the baby boomers. At least baby boomers can do maths without calculators, says Paula. <laughs> can you add in your head? An abacus. <laughs> <laughs> you can add in your head. You were a shopkeeper's daughter. Yeah, my dad actually didn't have a till. Till the very last years, go. he just so got out you of pen can. and paper. Yeah, but so many people can't. Isn't that true? There are so many people now just mm. can't. Oh, well, like if you fired figures to me now, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No, no, I'd probably need a pen and a paper. But I wouldn't need a calculator. Mm, not at all. Indeed, you wouldn't. Anyway, today, Louise, special day, St. Bridget's Day. You put the cloth out last night. I did, I never yeah. thought of it. You Quite put it enough. out. Well done to you. Keep it safe and keep it by you for the year. And I'm it's sure many what? people Sore did. It's for what? and other ailments? Yeah. Minor ailments, is Yes, it? And, and, and it brings you, you know, good fortune as well. They say keep it close to you. So you have the straw from the crib, the cloth from St. Bridget. <laughs> You'll need a bigger, bigger bag shortly. The Gucci won't do you. That Gucci bag won't be good enough for you, to be honest. And they just you. move into a church. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can just see you. What are we going to do about Louisa? You know the song. I think they should rewrite that song. What are we going to do about Louisa? Anyway, just on the Chinese New Year, or they call it, it's now Lunar New Year. Do you, do you notice the subtle change there? It's Lunar New Year rather than we used to call it Chinese New Year mm. anyway do you know the way our signs of the Zodiac there's one for each month what yes. sign were you bought up? Aries I can't remember mine what's the 7th of September I haven't a clue what, what, I'm, what am I Virgo is it I'll have a look Virgo no, no no hold on a second you can look at a minute I think mm. I'm Virgo folks what am I the 7th of September what star sign is that I'm lost anyway 086-1800-658 that's based on 12 months but did you know that the Chinese Zodiac is based on a 12 year cycle Louise oh yeah that's what you were born on isn't it yes so this year we're coming out you of the you are Virgo uh, by the way <laughs> we're coming what am I I'm a Virgo, Virgo thank yeah. God we're coming out of the year of the ox and this is the year of the tiger and you know for the tiger I was reading uh, where was it here I was having a look this is, this really enthuses me. Yes, uh, as a tiger person, right, it, it's a good time to embrace change in all areas of your life. There you go, embracing change. And there's something else I saw about it as well. Um, uh, if you're uh, a tiger and you, your age is a multiple of 12 this year, my age is a multiple of 12, Louise, yes? Yeah. I can do the maths in my head. Five by 12 gives you 60. You fall under the tiger side and your personal qualities include courage, Strength, determination, and according to the mystic astrologer Inbal Honigman, people born in the year of the tiger are adventurous and never take no for an answer. <laughs> they enjoy a challenge and like to keep active. Is that me, Louise? Yes. Oh, thanks for saying that today. <laughs> I take your affirmation kindly. So you were born in the year of the tiger? Yes. Okay. I was. The I was year born in of the year of the, the rabbit. Were you? Yeah. And I was born with two teeth. You're, you're, you're next year. Do you know that? Oh, my next year. Two Toots Walsh. 
in the year of the rabbit. Okay, here's a My cha- mother had a craving for a rabbit when she was pregnant <laughs> on me as well. <laughs> there Daddy's, you go. Yeah. Well, here's a little challenge for you. And you can think about it, right? While we're, we're, we're away for a few minutes, folks. You can think about this, right? There are 12 animals, right? And Louise has mentioned the tiger is one this year. The ox was last year. And Louise is next year, the rabbit. That's three animals. What are the other nine animals in the Chinese you know, in the Chinese 12-year cycle of the Zodiac. What are the other nine animals? Can you get them? Tiger, rabbit, ox, we know. What are the, nother, the other nine animals? We'll pick up a prize, won't we? Furry. We'll pick up a prize for somebody. <laughs> if you can, What's the other one? I was just saying one isn't very furry. Very, oh, yes. Yeah. And one people don't like round their mm-hmm. house giving clues. You'd be calling pest control. There's a clue for you. And we were talking about one that was mistreated on the show yesterday. Yeah, and there's another one there that people love. The four-legged friends. Sure, I'm giving it away. What are the other nine animals in the uh, 12-year cycle of the Chinese Zodiac? We've given you a few there. What are the other nine? If you can make it, I'll, I'll get something for you. I'll send out something to somebody. I honestly will. Anyway, we have to send Deirdre out something don't yes, we yes absolutely oh, we wasn't she fantastic she was back yeah. onto us there saying thanks a million delighted Aww. really enjoyed it so she did and thanks uh, thanks for coming back to us again with the mispronunciations anyway somebody sent us in one there dog yes dog is another one so you have four now but I want the nine oh, of I them I thought that was a mispronunciation so, so, no somebody sent in uh, dog I was going, what's dog <laughs> god in reverse god in reverse anyway give me the other nine animals you f- we only need eight of them now come on 086-1800-658 can you name all 12 all 12 of the animals in the 12 year Chinese zodiac cycle 086-1800-658 we're off now to hear the news and the sport and we'll be back shortly with yes music from the Lion King the 12 signs of the Chinese zodiac there's one for each year there's 12 of them I, nobody's just got it right yet. Absolutely right. Some people have sent me in 11 and 10. There's 12. There's 12 of them. And some people have sent in 12 with a wrong animal in there. One wrong. Try it again. If you if you, if you want to have a go. 12 animals. Uh, the Chinese Zodiac. What's the name of the 12 of them? 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. I'm just hoping somebody will get 100%. There's lots and you're close and you've just missed out. But we have nobody just there yet. Anyway, moving on on the show, you do know that my featured movie and it is a musical now this week is the lion king the wonderful lion king it's showing in dublin at the moment and i just wanted to mention this before i talk about it today can you believe it it's at the board gosh energy theater it finishes in the next couple of days and some of the lion king crew and performers have been racially abused while in dublin going into going to and from their work at the board gosh energy theater shame on you shame on you whoever you are racism stems from ignorance, total ignorance. What kind of ignorant people have we at all? I apologise to those people. I really do. It's shocking to hear that. And it's just unacceptable. And I hope to God these people can be identified and hammered for it. I really do. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox now. The Lion King. Oh, the beautiful Lion King. You know that casting the voice actors for Lion King was key as the makers understood how the voices could add so much to the characters. James Earl Jones, oh, what a voice, was the powerful voice of authority for Mufasa, the Lion King himself. Jeremy Irons, who initially refused the role, was ideal 
for the villain Scar, Mufasa's brother. Nathan Lane auditioned for Zazu, the horn Bill and Ernie, Sabella, for the hyenas, weren't they brilliant? But when the director saw them, they laughed so much that they cast them as Timon, the uh, meerkat, and Pumbaa, the warthog, respectively. And of course, who could ever forget the wonderful Rowan Atkinson, who voiced the brilliant Zazu. Interesting to note that many who did the voices never actually met until they met at the film premiere. Amazing, isn't it, how they stitched it together. Today on Late Lunch, for my big song from the movie, here's the young Simba, son of Mufasa, who was reared by Timon and Pumbaa uh, because he was led to believe he caused his father's death and he had to leave uh, the land that was their, uh, you know, kingdom. Uh, but they looked after him when he was a little fella and was growing up. But the tables were turned when he rescued the pair from an angry lioness. And who was that lioness? She turned out to be a grown-up Nala, his childhood friend. And the pair recognise each other and fall in love. And just here in the movie, the fantastically funny Timon and Pumbaa take up the story. I can see what's happening. What? And they don't have a clue. Who? They'll fall in love, and here's the bottom line. Our trio's down to two. Oh. The sweet caress of twilight. There's magic everywhere. And with all this romantic atmosphere, disaster's in the His carefree days with us are history. In short, our pal is doomed. Ah, simply beautiful from the Lion King. Can you feel the love tonight? And I'm feeling the love all week. Talking about Lion King, the movie, its soundtrack, and of course, I'll mention the stage show too that's on in Dublin at the moment. Simon Cassidy's been on. Thank you, Simon. First day of the salmon fishing on the River Boyne. Salmon fishing opening today, the season on the Boyne. Good luck to everybody, tight lines, good water conditions, mild weather. Perhaps there's a silver bar to be landed from the Boyne. Hopefully, we'll hear news of that later today or tomorrow. First day of the angling season there. Uh, you're really. Really, really, RWLY showing your age now, says a listener, and the mispronunciation sakes. Am I? Oh my God. Anyway, you've concentrated and you've got it. Yes, the 12 Chinese zodiac signs or animals for each year are a rat, an ox, a tiger, a rabbit, a dragon, a snake, a horse, a goat, monkey, rooster, dog, and pig. That's it. That's the whole lot there. So lots of people put hair in there, but it's rabbit. Anyway, well done. I'll pick a winner now. There's lots of them in there now. Anne McCooey, well done to you. I'm organising a little prize for you from late lunch this afternoon. And thanks to everybody who's been in touch right through the day. We head to our final break of the first day of the new month. And with us afterwards, looking ahead to the month and uh, sorting out our wellness for our brilliant diary is Abby Wynn. One twenty-five to post a letter. 
That's the new rate going up from 110. I'd say there'll be a lot of discontent about that, won't there? Well, that's uh, what it appears it's going to, and it seems it's a fait accompli. God almighty, I love to get letters. I look at the cards at Christmas, the hundreds I got as well. 125, will it put people off? Let's see. Now we move on on the show today, and she's promised to join us early on, hopefully on the first day of each month, if we can do it at all, because she is the, the author of a wonderful diary called One Day at a Time. We spoke to her at the start of the new year, and she's back with us today. I'm delighted to say hello again to the wonderful... Abby Wynn. Hello, Abby. How are you? How are you getting on? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm loving seeing the flowers coming up. I know it's a little early, but I still, it's, it's fabulous to see the life that's just breaking through the soil there. It is. The snowdrops are abounding now. And I even saw somebody with a daffodil or two. By God, they're early ones for sure. But they oh are. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's really early. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I saw Carmel McCarthy. I think a friend of ours posted one with a very early daff. But they are like the light coming in the sky each day. You see it, Abby. The portents of spring and the uh, opening up of life again. Absolutely. And today's Bridget's Day and I believe next year we're going to have an actual mm. holiday around it. So it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's great to, you know, celebrate the feminine energies and the coming to life and, and, and the rebirth of the sun for what we do yes. you know, get, get, spring us into action I think our, our New Year's resolutions really should you know hold off until February or March because this is only when we start to waken up ourselves and get the energy to, to make some changes well there you are that's a, a job for you now to do thinking 12 months ahead to stop it in January and hold it till the beginning of this month now your <laughs> chapter this month in the book two big words hop out of me there and this is the theme you lead into the month in the diary peace and stability isn't that what everyone craves in their life abby well you, you know now seeing as i'm going to be a regular every month on this you need to understand something about this diary right peace and stability is what i'm offering people to tune into because the energies of february are going to be kind of the opposite of that <laughs> so right so if we put our focus on slowing down and trying to connect into a source of peace and peace inside yourself at every moment, then when things around you become chaotic, you know, you can disconnect from that, reconnect to the peace in you. And the space in between you and whatever the thing is, is where you can gather yourself to decide, well, do I even have to say anything? Do I have to take any action? You know, and if I do, then it gives you that, you know, opportunity to formulate what you're going to do instead of being triggered and jumping right in and causing more, let's say, the opposite of peace and, and a ton of instability around you. So, so yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting month. So taking it one day at a time, one minute at a time, that's my recommendation for everyone listening. <laughs> Why do you say that this month could be a turbulent month? Where are you coming from? Because you know today is the start of the Lunar New Year as well, Chinese New Year, the Year of the Tiger. We've been talking about it earlier ah. on in the show as well. Why do you say, why do you mention turbulence? Well, I'm an energy healer and I'm working from energies. And, and I think even when we were chatting in the email there, you know, there's a lot of turbulence at the moment around the restrictions. Yes, suddenly everybody's going out and having a mad time and it's like what the heck is going on and should I join in or is everything okay and you know it's 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 all these different stories going on in the media at the moment as well and what's true and what's not true and who do I listen to and who do I not listen to and for me really you know I've, I did a forecast of the entire year through mm. the energies mm. and so thought well well really and ultimately it doesn't even matter 
what's coming up. What does matter is knowing that if you want a peaceful life, that you have to find the peace inside of yourself in order for that to ripple outwards and into everything you do. And do we all have, do we all have the ability, do we all have that peace within us? Are we born with this? Do we all have the ability to tune into that? That's a really great question. And, and, you know, you can imagine like a room and how much clutter do you have in the room? And can you sit in that room in peace with the amount of clutter that's there or not? So the question that I would ask then is, do you have the energy to start to declutter? And it's a really interesting, you know, concept decluttering, especially around spring cleaning. And we're coming into spring and everybody's beginning to get a bit of energy and looking at what's around them. There's more than what's the actual physical objects in the room. It's what are you listening to? What are you buying into? Do you know what are you tuning into? It's about creating that space for yourself so not to push yourself too much to say yes you do have the ability i think everybody does have the ability but we're all starting in a different place Mm. do you know what i mean jerry it's like some of us have cleaner rooms than others some of us have more energy than others some of us are looking at the others and going geez they're miles ahead of me there's no way i'm going to do that and you give up before you even begin i mean if 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 you you don't have any energy and you'd like to have more peace in your life but you know you have a lot of work to do to get there start with asking well what do i need to do to get the energy Mm. to get to be able to do it i mean i'd like to just read out one of these affirmations that i have in the diary for the month and it's funny because i wrote it as one affirmation but you know the publisher split it over two days so i figure it's meaty enough to go (laughs) into two days and the first part of it is i accept people where they are and the second part of it is i accept myself where i am so if you could imagine you're spending a whole day sitting with the energy of, I accept people where they are, where they are with their stuff, where they are with their clutter, where they are with what they're buying into, where they are with their fears, where they are with their excitement, where they are with their passion, you know, all of that. And then you say, well, okay, well, I accept where I am. And it's really about coming into a platform or a foundation around where you are yourself to say, okay, well, they're over there and I'm over here and I accept where I am and then I'm going to start from here. Do you know, and I think that's what brings peace. Peace comes with acceptance. Peace yeah. comes, and the stability then, to me, it's very much about making the commitment and doing a little bit every day, showing up and, you know, committing to it instead of just saying, oh, yeah, well, I'd like to do that and then not really putting the energy into yourself. Mm. I mean, we put an awful lot of energy into an awful lot of different things. It's putting the energy into ourselves. That's really important. I just get it listening to you because I was you've answered what you know what is peace you can sit in peace and quiet yourself and think about things and meditate and you talked about breathing and that before but I have it now it's about accepting who I am and accepting others for what they are and the peace comes from that because if you're trying if you're not happy in yourself and you're always at war or whatever with others you're not going to ever have peace are you in your life never I know and if you are depending on someone else to do something else you know, you're never going to get what you want. You can't control other people. It's the old horse to water, but you cannot make a drink thing. And that, you know, so if if everybody's going wild and everybody's going out drinking, say, because the restrictions are up and off it, you don't have to go. Mm. You can uh, sit with yourself and say, okay, I accept myself where I am. Where I am right now is not really wanting to do that. Mm. And that's okay. And I can accept that that person over there or my best friend or my cousin or my brother 
they're in a different place to me and they love to go out and they don't mind it. And that's then I can accept that too. And just because they're doing that doesn't mean I have to do it. And I'm not cross or upset with myself because I'm not doing what they're doing. I'm actually accepting myself where I am. And that's the stability then. I give myself a stable platform so that I can take as long as I need to get the energy for whatever it is that, that I want to do next. You know, you, you have to put it out there. That's what yeah. setting an intention is all about. Yes. I'd like to be able to go out, not be worried about anything. Do this, do that, do the other. But I can't do it today. So I'm going to accept that and I'll be at peace with it for the, mo- you know, in this moment, I can be at peace. And that's really what it is for me anyway. I want to leave them pondering that thought and all you've said there for today fantastic just what I wanted from you on this day the first day of the new month the book is available one day at a time 2022 diary by Abby Wynn and remind us of your website please oh it's Abby Wynn you just have to google me and everything Everything? can I just just you know give a suggestion here if people are having trouble Mm. you know with what I've said and you're chewing on it and you're thinking about it and you're having trouble I have free meditations on a website called SoundCloud where I talk you into a state of peace and all you have to do is turn it on, close your eyes and just listen and float away with me and maybe it'll help you do an internal decluttering of whatever emotions that might be getting in the way of you feeling at peace this month. Lovely. So there's a suggestion. Oh, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Abby Wynn, A-B-B-Y-W-Y-N-N-E all the information is there. Look forward to March already but I live what you said for the next four weeks or so. God bless you. Thank you for joining me, Abby. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. She's a fantastic woman. She really is. And what she says, hang on the words. That's our lot on this first day of February on late lunch or February, whatever way you want to say it. Coming up tomorrow on day two, Dr. Kate McCann is back with us on the show. David Keenan from Don't Talk. What a song he has out. We're going to hear from him too and much more besides on your late lunch. Eddie Caffrey's coming next with The Drive here on LMFM Radio. Have a lovely Tuesday. We'll see you for the midweek show. 1.30 Wednesday. It's a date. Bye. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drawdat and Dog and Cabin. Order your new Dacia Duster or the all-new Dacia Sendero and Stepway. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.